back, and we have our science blog expert, Ann Morrison, here. Welcome back, Ann. Thank you, Dr. Daigle. So, um, Ann, one of the items of interest today, of course, we have the duly elected uh, President Donald Trump and Mike Pence, Vice President. We have an agenda that deals with lots of issues. Uh, one of the things that I, I'd like to kind of make a, a just a 30-second rant over here is most of the environmental issues we have require global collaboration, but there's some misinformation out there. Uh, the first thing is pollution is bad for the ozone layer, like nitric oxide, but CO2 is not a death gas, but the release of things like methane hydrates are not under the control of the human race. They're occurring in the permafrost. They're occurring uh, off of the coast of California by Penland Marine Corps Base. They're occurring in the Gulf of Mexico, and they're due to galactic and solar events that the average scientists at university do not fully understand, and that's where we want to talk about the idea that <clears throat> there's events occurring, such as the return of this dwarf star, which, by the way, WikiLeaks says they're going to release a lot of information about Nibiru shortly, <clears throat> and the fact that it's affecting the solar and galactic output of the sun, which does increase the risk of a kill shot or coronal mass ejection, and is increasing volcanism, and the range of energy released by the sun includes higher energy ultraviolet light and x-rays, and a decrease in the visible light spectrum and infrared light, and the changes in our world climate are due to that, and the meddlesomeness of, for example, U.S. Space Command and Strategic Defense Initiative putting up nanoparticles in the upper atmosphere that screw up the fourth layer of the Van Allen radiation belt and the ionosphere by putting nanoparticle paramagnetic metals of thorium, strontium, barium, and aluminum that are used as part of our missile defense system. And people don't understand when you turn the air into a plasma, solar and galactic uh, impingements of energy as well as the use of directed energy weapons satellite technology, which we have, uh, can screw up the climate. And so it's a combination of our stupidity and our occult military operations combined with solar and galactic events and the fact that we don't face the fact that the release of pollutants from, say, dirty coal in China does affect the upper atmosphere or the fact that we don't take care of Fukushima Daiichi, which caused a massive giant hole in the ozone layer with radioactive or uh, high uh, isotope uh, gases like argon and radioiodine do affect the ozone layer and do affect the climate and even the melting of, say, the uh, ice, uh, the uh, what's called the uh, Greenland ice uh, sheet. So the, the fact is we, we need cross-national collaboration, but we don't need an international tax to the United Nations with our wrong-headed pinheads telling us that if we just stop using uh, fossil fuels, as they call it, which is not either fossil nor fuel, it's all created by a nuclear reaction inside the Earth. It's not created by ancient dinosaurs and ferns landing in giant pits, creating a, you know, a repository of ancient life forms. It's created by the Earth as a nuclear reactor, and that's why all the isotopes present in the Gulf of Mexico with the tar balls landing on the coast of Louisiana, they're radioactive with thorium and uranium, because that's how the, the Earth itself makes isotopes as a nuclear reaction. People need to start grasping that, which is the gold theory, which is why Russia is the number one oil and gas producer on Earth, because they know most of the oil and gas is at 40,000 feet, which is a hell of a lot deeper than any dinosaur ever lived. So uh, we, we don't face the polydimensional nature of the climate dangers, the solar and galactic events, and we need cross-national collaboration, but not what's going on with the pinhead idiot Obama and the globalists that want to just say CO2 is the issue when they don't deal with methane hydrates or with toxic pollutants that are dangerous to the, iso uh, the ozone layer or the post-geriatric nuclear plants 
or the ones that are affected by tsunamis like uh, Fukushima Daiichi that put us in grave danger of damaging the ozone layer, which can affect the planet, or the idea that it might even kill off the benthic layer of phytoplankton and drop the oxygen concentration of the planet on the carbon-oxygen cycle. So I met with Dr. Isley, physicist and founder of the uh, World Constitution Parliament Association, March 16, 1997, and of course because I have a photographic memory, I know every word the man said to the moment, and what he said basically is we want to capture carbon dioxide and bring it to the bottom of the oceans, which is one of the most stupid, dangerous, and harebrained ideas I've ever said. And I told him so back in 1997 because I was one of the charter founding members of Greenpeace almost 50 years ago. So I just, I'm, I'm appalled at the pseudoscientific idiocy of our world leaders like Obama and the European Union and the United Nations. It drives me nuts. Your comments. Well, <laughs> that's a lot to chew on. It is. Uh, I want to put Dr. a big Bill. chunk of. I want to put a big <laughs> chunk of intellectual meat out there. You can pick on whatever part you want because you have, you know, whatever items you're going to say today. But the real issue is Donald Trump has to be re-educated. We cannot have hydrofracking with uh, toxic chemicals to destroy the aquifers without recharging them with primary water. We need to use microwave technology, and I see. Uh, I see Donald Trump as having good intentions, but being very naive, and the advisors around him are not very smart. Well, okay, when Obama went over to uh, France for the for the latest climate meeting, a world climate meeting, uh, they all agreed that if, um, if over half of them agreed to meet the uh, carbon dioxide emission standards, then all of them would comply. And so what they did was they took it out of Obama's hands because he would have had to run it through the, through the Congress. And, uh, so, uh, so they just took it out of his hands by agreeing, by more than 50% of the countries agreeing to it. So that means that we have to agree to it. And, uh, it doesn't matter whether Trump is there or Obama is there or somebody yeah, else they, is, is. But that's, that is a treaty and treaties have to be approved by the Senate. No, I know know international law, so here's the fact. They can do this little fancy foot game, like the United Nations trying to take over world climate control, but it doesn't mean anything. And when Trump gets in there, he'll just wave his pen and and his phone, like Obama said, his phone phone and his pen, it'll disappear. Uh, The real issue is the United Nations was given hundreds of billions of dollars to do climate change garbage, which isn't going to do a damn thing, because it won't face the scientific fact of the fact we're in a, we're not looking at the nonlinear drivers of what's going on with world climate, both what's happening in the galactic and solar events, uh, but also what's happening in terms of how we're, we're screwing up the upper atmosphere with not only pollutants, but also with scalar uh, nanoparticles at 73 to 80,000 feet. And because we have you know organizations like this that try to sidestep America and just move forward with policies, because if they start doing carbon capture, the 100,000 areas of the world where the benthic layer is dying will die faster, and the oxygen concentration has already dropped from 21 to 19 percent worldwide. So they're going to take stupid and put it on steroids. Yes. Well, um, I think that we could prioritize those things that are going to harm the human race, and I would certainly put uh, Zika right up there at the top. The other thing that's going to happen is that we are in the middle of sliding into a a minimum in the solar cycle, and it looks like it might be like a maunder minimum. In other words, yeah, that's that's very 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 wise to say that because the maunder minimum happens every 360 years 
two cycles of the alignment of Jupiter and Saturn. It's been known by uh, astronomers and uh, astrometeorologists that this modern minimum cycle will last 75 to 90 years, and we're already headed into it. There was a group of scientists three and a half years ago in Chicago that met and actually proved that this is a fact, Russian, European, American, and other scientists, so it's not just one conspiracy theory by Dr. Deagle or anybody else. It's been well proven, and we're now heading into this, which is going to cause a major climatic change, completely separate of whether or not human beings are on the planet or not. It really is irrelevant to whether we're, <laughs> there's a human race here or not. But the things that you mentioned, uh, the destruction of the ozone layer in the stratosphere, uh, yeah. By our own generals, by our own. Oh yeah, uh, this is uh, this is stupid. This is doing things that we don't know the consequences of. Just like we talked about high energy ultraviolet light, literally cracking through the Greenland ice sheet, increasing calving. But we don't know these consequences, or even release of methane hydrate gases from the permafrost and so on. Maybe ultraviolet light has a factor in that as well. We don't know. Well, I think when you talk about the release of the class rates, you, what you need to really be talking about is the release of methane right. from a uh, from a solid state where it's bound up with water to a, a gaseous state, and right. it is it's about twenty times more effective as a greenhouse gas than carbon dioxide, but it doesn't last as long. Yeah, it so, lasts six uh, months and then it, it's gone. It's destroyed. It. It's gone. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But we're more likely to set the atmosphere on fire. Because because we've got methane in it, so there's you know there's a lot of things to worry about. But I want to um, I'd yeah. like to start with Zika and radiation, and then uh, the the uh, the <laughs> the effect of the preparation towards world war a nuclear world war. Right. So can we do that? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Let's start with uh, uh, Walter Reed. Medical Institute, and uh, they've been working on a a vaccine. And what they did was that they have a Japanese encephalitis. Now you remember that Japanese encephalitis, yellow fever, um, West Nile virus, dengue, and uh, Zika all belong to a uh, an important group of the flavivirus. And these are the ones that are are distributed by a vector. Uh, mainly a mosquito, not always the same species of of mosquito. But in any case, the uh, Wal- the Walter Reed uh, Institute of Research has had good uh, has had a good uh, good uh, run with their with their inactivated vaccine for Japanese encephalitis, and this does not involve eggs to grow in. This is uh, this is cloning, and they can ramp up to produce many, uh, as much vaccine as they need because it's just a uh, chemical process. Right. So uh, they have been working on a Zika virus vaccine based upon this Japanese encephalitis vaccine that they were so successful with. Now, what are and, their, what are their uh, background uh, we call benchmarks of whether a vaccine is successful? Because the benchmarks that I would use are, number one, does it produce an IgG or IgM response? Number one. Number two, does it reduce, reduce what's called an anamnestic T-cell clone? So if you radio-labeled T-cells that are specifically against a specific pathogen, does it increase that population? And the third, does it stop complement activation, which is one of the markers, and the production of free radicals, which is the singlet oxygen free radicals, whereby your T-lymphocytes kill a pathogen? 
Antibodies do not kill pathogens. They either opsonize, activate the killing complement system, or they tag it just like I call condiments, like if you want to call uh, bacterial ketchup or A1 sauce, by attaching to the pathogen so the lymphocyte knows how, where to go and then to release single uh, oxygen, which is literally a 100 million degree temperature superoxide anion radical. And the problem is that none of those benchmarks in any vaccine animal or human have ever been developed. I know how to develop it. For example, if you did a radio-labeled fluorodeoxyglucose as positronically labeled antibodies, you could prove that your T-cell lymphocyte and domestic clone population increases. It's easy to measure antibodies, but does the antibody level indicate that you've activated T-cells? Because if T-cell population numbers do not increase and the production of free radicals to destroy the pathogen does not increase, you don't have any pathogen killing. So the problem I see is that the vaccine manufacturers don't have benchmarks that actually are quantifiable that go beyond just looking at death rates or morbidity rates of the so-called uh, population they're testing. They haven't proven, for example, when they did tests of a flu vaccine, they found that only in younger adults, say between age 20 and 40, could you produce a increase in even antibody population levels, and there was no increase in senior citizens or people under age 20. So uh, I've, I'm very skeptical uh, whether or not the actual benchmarks of vaccines have ever been proven to be correct in any animal or human studies. Very skeptical. Well, that's certainly true of the yellow fever vaccine because they have gone back now. You know, they used to think the slamaviruses caused diseases that were short-lived, right. maybe two weeks at the most. But now we know that they continue throughout your life. And the other and word I forgot to mention is that they, these intracellular pathogens change the epigenetics and they change things like the endoplasmic reticulum, the folding of proteins, the levels of free radicals, and epigenetic control of gene operons inside the cell. And then none of those benchmarks, because remember, I was a biochemist with a Ph.D. level, didn't write the thesis in 1973, that's 43 years ago, and I drove my professors crazy because I asked questions that made them think about the fact they never even raised these questions. And the disturbing thing to me is that the biologists involved with this haven't literally done self-criticism to prove that they don't know what they're doing. That's disturbing. All right. Well... Uh, Walter Reed uh, has developed a vaccine for Jap- Japanese encephalitis, which is a flavivirus. Right. And it is, uh, it is an inactivated vaccine, and it's not based on any human or animal, mammal Well, um, well that's a positive thing because you want inactivated. You certainly don't want an activated vaccine, either RNA or DNA, because these can not only hybridize with your own cell, cellular DNA, they can genetically modify and even be stealth inside your cells or infect someone else or another vector animal. And I, I just think, just like you, we've talked about this before, Ed, that sometimes we actually put inactivated vaccines and they actually change the genetics of the next strain of, say, flu or whatever, and now you got a super strain that we have no resistance, and even if vaccines were partially effective, which I think they are, I think they might be increasing antibodies, so at least they tag the pathogens so your lymphocytes can attack it. But, you know, the fact is, we're creating, learning new strains by putting inactivated viruses into the biosphere. It's crazy. Oh, it is crazy. And I think we've talked about the, the fact that now we have polio vaccine-induced polio in, in uh, populations right. in India. You were one of the main ones to point that out. That's very important that people grasp that. And you're not going to get this, by the way, on CNN or MSNBC or Fox. These pinheads don't have any scientific background. And if they were in a university position to raise the questions you and I do, they'd lose their tenure, wouldn't they? 
Well, people can go up to my blog at twiland.info and they can uh, can read about that. And yeah. uh, just you can select on the index on polio, and uh, the blog will just pop up, and you can right. read it. All so right. what you're now doing I is you're providing you, a service that nobody else does. That's what I'm trying nobody to Nobody else that. does this. I mean, I'm giving nobody you that honor else. to say I really respect what you do because it's that important that the people listen to this program, including public health workers, military people, because in the military theater, biological weapons are going to be one of the main weapons, not just bullets or missiles or artillery shells. It's going to be microscopic artillery cells of biological weapons. All right. Well, they call the... Uh, they call, <laughs> they call this, uh, this vaccine ZPIV, and that stands for Zika uh, Purified Inactivated Vaccine. So the, that, that's, that's an important inactivated right. vaccine. Right. Now, they've been... They have uh, they have found that ZPIV is uh, effective in mice and monkeys, and so they've been ready now to start human trials. And they have finally selected 75 healthy adults. Now you have to understand they start with a small group of healthy adults. The next trial will be uh, bigger; it'll probably be a couple of hundred. And uh, what benchmarks are they going to use to determine either immediate or late disease or even epigenetic changes? Because I don't think that they actually have worked out how to actually measure even whether or not it's beneficial or it's damaging or it causes epigenetic changes, which may be very subtle and very dangerous down the road. Yeah, well, they haven't gone into the details yet on how they're doing the metrics, but yeah. uh, I'm sure that they're that, that will be forthcoming. Right. Anyway, when they, they, when they, they are, we'll, we'll criticize them dramatically, and if they're <laughs> listening to what we tell them, I will do an intellectual vivisection on these pinheads and maniacs. And it's like when I talked with some of my colleagues that were going to play around with the Capogene of E. coli years ago back in the Dalhousie University and Harvard back in the early 70s. We actually had to refer the professor that was going to do this to a psychiatrist and put him in a lockdown psych ward because he was going to possibly destroy all E. coli that could kill all primates and all great whales on the earth because he'd form a toxigenic lethal form of E. coli. This is over 45 years ago. So people need to be aware. Don't trust these scientists to do the right thing. You, your husband, right? your wife, your children, we all need food. Did you get the uh, food storage DocX? Let me look at the DocX. Did uh, you send them over to, to which one? To my uh, email. Gmail, yeah. Let me look. Here it is in Morris. Yeah, I got here in Morris. Food company and update. Similar core values to us here oh, yeah. RBN, and of course you, the listener. Well, so do you want to do a video today or tomorrow? Rather do it today. Yeah, I, I may have a minor problem because it might. I'll tell you what's happening. My my tech guys from uh, doc, data doctors are coming, and if, they, if I can do it right after the show, that'd be good. But if he's uh, what I want to do is I'll do a, a kind of a brief one right after the show because he's coming here to put in my live stream studio and my new eight eight five nine seven zero seven seven five eight 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 five nine seven zero seven seven five. Order online at numanarepublic.com. That's n u m a n n NARepublic.com. Food storage you'll love to eat. Only a fool would go to a plumber for brain surgery. But otherwise intelligent people use internet searches to find such gems as Lee Harvey Oswald killed JFK with three shots from the rear and one shot from the front. They get similar financial guidance when they are investigating cryptocurrencies. RBN listeners know that American currency has not been lawful money for nearly 50 years. 
since the thieves at the Fed stole the silver out of the coins and began reneging on redeemable notes in 1968. Now that the dollar has just about inflated totally away and banks want reverse interest to keep your books, the high-tech world has brought you an alternative. What if you could buy, sell, and trade with fellow business people from your home with zero bank fees? If you believe banking tyranny must end, then join the digital currency movement now. Call investigative journalist Pat Shannon at 601-212-0911. People love to shop. What if you could shop and it was actually good for you? What if you could actually purchase items that bettered your life? What goes into your body is important to what quality of life you have. How about shopping for items that better your health? Get the tea.com is that shopping place. We're not only tea, even though that's our number one seller, we are about helping your health. There's colostrum LD for those of you with autoimmune troubles. The product helps your stomach get on track. GI problems produce pain. Get relief with colostrum LD. How about some fat burners or maybe some joint aid or a power cleanse? There's so much to tell you with very little time. So get help health-wise at getthetea.com. That's getthetea.com. Or you can call our friendly operators at 92 928- 3080408 that's 9283080408 get help and relief by going shopping shop at getthetea.com that's getthetea.com serving people with great products for over 8 years getthetea.com Say something, all you people out there that when you see the donate button over on twiland.info, donate. Uh, right now, Ann doesn't charge a, a fee, but I think we're going to soon do that to get access to all the information and the uh, PDF and information sheets. Uh, the work that Ann does is very unique. If you go into blogosphere, you're not going to find anyone on the planet, not just in America, that provides this kind of valuable information about public security, Zika virus, filoviruses, radiological dangers, volcanism, earthquakes. Uh, earth changes and other things that are occurring and if you don't have the science behind it you can't have good policy which is why when you have people that are non-scientists like Barack Obama and the people of the United Nations that basically maintain their positions of power even in universities like the East Anglia University in England uh, that we've talked about in the past if I had these scientists up there and they were running to do a PhD thesis against Dr. Deagle, believe me they would never get their thesis or get their PhD because I'd ask them enough tough questions to realize you do not deserve a PhD. You barely maybe get a bachelor's degree, you idiots. And it's disturbing because public policy is being put in place to spend hundreds of billions of dollars of, like, our money that Barack Obama, after he used, did this executive order with the Paris Accord. And he's going to waste money on things that are not going to be helpful. And the things that are helpful, for example, having trade treaties with China to give them clean gas so they won't burn dirty coal and getting rid of these post-geriatric nuclear reactors that are polluting the upper atmosphere with radiotoxins that are damaging the ozone layer 
And also the way we're dumping trash into the oceans. We're killing the oceans. The benthic layer is dying. So well, there's so many issues that we talk about, and Anne highlights in her tremendous work she spends her entire week doing. Uh, she deserves to get donations. So for God's sake out there, it doesn't give you 5 bucks, 10 bucks. It's going to help her to be able to have the time to do all this stuff. Do it, because at some point in the near future, we're going to start charging a very small fee per month to get access. But if, you know, uh, we want people to realize all our hard work has to be rewarded to some extent or we don't have the resources to do it. Like when I do consultations and sell nutraceuticals, uh, that supports me to get my live stream studio platform so I can provide you free information that no one else, they may pretend they do, like, you know, Natural News or Idiot Alex Jones or some other people, they don't know what they're talking about. I do. And my experts like Ann Morrison are top-notch. So we're not we're not second best. We're the best. And we know we're the best on the planet, okay, not just in America. So, Ann, let's continue, please. Thank you so much, Dr. Diggle. Yeah. Yes, anyway, there are four phases uh, to phase one trials, and this is the first one, and they injected 75 healthy adults. Now, the other um, three trail, uh, trials will look at the optimal dose to use and evaluate the vaccine safety and immune response both in a compressed schedule of vaccinations and in participants who have already been exposed to Zika or dengue viruses. What they've discovered with the flavivirus is that if you have been exposed to one of the other ones, for instance, I was ex- I had West Nile virus about five years ago. I had a headache for 18 months. Whoa. And... Uh, uh, yeah, I was very fortunate. Uh, it doesn't kill everybody, but it certainly uh, it was a super. It was a miracle that I survived that. And um, and uh, but anyway, those people who have been uh, who have had another flavivirus, for instance, West Nile virus, West Nile virus, um, uh, dengue, uh, uh, Japanese encephalitis, yellow fever. Um, and uh, they they get it harder when they get bitten by a mosquito that's got another flavivirus. They are more likely to die. So this is very important, and they they already show that they are aware of that. So there, those are the four trials that'll be uh, going on next year. Um, uh, they need to uh, let's see. I wanted to tell you about a. Another trial that's going on, and it's being hosted by the NIH, the National Institutes of Health, and uh, that is Dr. Fauci. Oh, my goodness, I hear music. Yeah, Dr. Fauci's name pops up a lot of time, doesn't he? He does, but not recently. He's been living yeah. it to Dr. Frieden. Yeah, Fauci's been around many years, like going back to the AIDS virus, right? Yeah, he needs to retire and let some new blood get in there. Yeah. Back in a moment with Ann Morrison. Visit twiland.info and do donate. We'll be back in a moment with more information you need to know. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? 
A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. Would odors, mold, and mildew describe your basement or crawl space? It doesn't have to be that way. Transform them into a fresh, healthy, usable one with the technologically advanced Wave Moisture Control Units. The computerized operation maximizes moisture control and also expels harmful radon, combustion gases, and numerous other pollutants. Dehumidifiers are old technology that do nothing for air quality and waste energy. Wave units are intelligent, self-monitoring, do not need maintenance, and will save you hundreds in electricity. Wave units are still running effectively. Effectively over 15 years, they've been tested and installed in public and military housing and by property managers nationwide. Buy a unit now, and if your home is not fresher and drier, you can return it for a full refund for up to 12 months. What have you got to lose? Call now, 1-888-618-WAVE, 1-888-618-WAVE, or visit MyDryHome.com. That's MyDryHome.com. Wave Home Solutions for a healthy, comfortable home. It's time for you to have your own custom smartphone app for your business and pay way less than you can imagine. Introducing the I Can Get To Silent Salesman mobile marketing app, a global mobile marketing and communication tool for your business. Go to apptopart.com and learn how you could earn up to $36,351 or more per month just by inviting two people or less into a $14.95 per month program. Go to appsapart.com and be sure to watch the video at the top of the site and listen to the audio message from the CEO near the bottom. This is something you won't want to miss. Go to appsapart.com or call 646 860-9540. That's 646-860-9540. Without the right accessories, any guy can be off the mark. Whether you've invested thousands in your arsenal or you own a single trusted firearm, a visit to aroutfitting.com is in order. It's one of the finest online selections of tactical optics and AR parts and add-ons, like EOTech, Quick target acquisition with no peripheral loss. Browse the full range of Nikon scopes and binoculars. AirOutfitting.com can illuminate your world with streamlight gun-mounted lights from keychain to large handhelds up to 1,100 lumens. Find some stability with Battenfield tactical bipods. AirOutfitting.com has CMMG gun parts, barrels, assemblies, handguards, part kits, and more. Plus magful clips and magazines. I know I've got you excited, so take a breath. Head to AirOutfitting.com. The site's super easy to navigate and features a ton of technical info, including links to manuals. We also welcome vendor and manufacturer inquiries. Remember, if you don't see it, we can get it at AirOutfitting.com.
This is the end Hold your breath and count to ten Feel the earth move and then Hear my heart burst again For this is the end Welcome back, uh, Ed. So let's talk about this uh, this gene, uh, this uh, sort of uh, ring chromosome uh, vaccine. What, what What is it again? And we want to explain this to people. So whether you're a scientist or just a member of the public, this is a throwback to the Gardasil, which is an unstable circular ring chromosome plasmid. And there's no operon control of the gene, so it's going to replicate not only the nucleoplasm, but the cell cytoplasm and the extracellular space and lymphatics. And it can epigenetically affect hundreds of gene complex operons that regulate structural proteins and enzymes in really unusual ways. For example, the Oxitec 513A gene can actually turn on and off genes to change the vitamin content, the lignin content, the uh, the actual shape of the specific fruit or food, or the epigenetic control of pests that are vectors. Uh, it can do weird things that you wouldn't expect. <clears throat> For example, we know that um, when you insert the genes to what's called a Mon80 corn, uh, the, one of the scientists, who was an Indian scientist in Edinburgh uh, back almost 20 years ago, discovered that if you put the monoidy corn, it causes gerbils to have purple scrota to develop brain tumors and central nervous system and endocrine tumors and to have microcephaly and organomegaly of their abdomen and often turn diabetic or die suddenly of seizure disorders. So these were totally unexpected effects. Now with the Gardasil vaccine, you find young girls that get narcoleptic uh, attacks. They have pseudotumor cerebri, which is edema of the lower nuclei of the brain. They can get polyneuropathy. They get chronic fatigue syndrome. They get all kinds of things that you wouldn't have predicted based on the idea of an unstable plasmid replicating throughout the cells in not only the nucleoplasm but not under operon control to whether the genes are turned on and off because the DNA is not the ultimate control in the cell. It's RNA and a thing called exosomes. And I'm putting together some videos on explaining exosomes and uh, epigenetic control because the public, including a lot of these scientists, don't understand this. They don't realize that DNA is not the top of the heap, it's the bottom. The top of the heap are exosomes and RNA complexes that regulate where their genes are turned on and off. And when you throw something like this in the cell, it's like uh, going to a classroom and throwing on a pipe bomb into the middle of the class. It's dangerous. Yes, we've already talked about uh, CRISPR and and how they are able to cut into the DNA and replace it. But uh, this is not a sure thing, like uh, Dr. Diggle saying. Anyway, uh, Dr. Fauci, he is the head of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. Right. And uh, they they have a less traditional vaccine for Zika, one that they had hoped they could use for West Nile virus. But uh, what they do now, this is, <laughs> this is really strange. Uh, this vaccine uses a small circular piece of DNA right. that is injected into a person's arm. Now, they, remember, they didn't say blood. They just said into, into your arm. And then... Um, intramuscular. In, intramuscular. And it directs the cells, the cells <laughs> plural, in the human body to produce Zika-like proteins which in turn trigger an immune response. Wow. Uh, yeah. 
you don't you don't want to do this. We uh, like uh, what Doctor Deal was saying was that yeah, it goes into your arm, but then it gets into the intercellular space, it gets into the cells, and it gets into the immune system, and it continues to replicate. Is that right, well, Doctor Deal? It can create what's called cross-reacting antibodies. So, if you're looking at say stippling pattern of of uh, lupus-like antibody tests, where there's double-stranded or single-stranded DNA or stippling pattern. If you're looking at anti-tissue antibody levels, you'll start to see them start to increase in multiple organs. So when you do something like this, which is screwy, you start to develop all kinds of antibodies that start attacking and causing cytokine levels in different target tissues to increase, and you activate T lymphocytes to actually attack different organs, including your brain. So whoever is designing this is out of their freaking mind. There's no nice words for it. It's stupid and crazy. And it's not the way to actually either kill pathogens or prevent them from attaching. For example, one of the most, uh, the best things you can do to block virus entry is our polyphenon, uh, which attaches to the receptor binding domain on the other side of cell surfaces. Because people need to realize that 97% of human DNA in our cells is actually uh, basically put together from ancient fragments of viral DNA. So the reason why we have a receptor binding domain on our cells is because our cells are constantly picking up DNA and deciding if that little piece that looks funky could become part of our genome. And over hundreds of millions of years, the human genome has been built basically deciding epigenetically on which fragments floating around given to us by viruses that are often by insect bites could be useful to create a new genetic modification to our cell surface based on intelligent recreation, which is how the well the cells create new code. It's almost like, think of it this way as computer code. If you had a society of computer coders and they would upload onto a social media network different pieces of code for different things, think of the virus like a chunk of code that some guy in high school wrote that was so good that everybody decided they were going to incorporate it in their specific genome of their AI system. So that's how the human genome is. It's an intelligent recreating system that grabs viral DNA and attaches it to the receptor binding domain. So 97% of human genetic code is actually created by chunks of ancient viral DNA. Isn't that interesting? Well, yes, and this is a, this would be called a virin. This uh, DNA that they want to inject into your arm is, is, uh, is like that. It's like a virin. Yeah, yeah, our but, bodies, thing, but, but our body has a way of intelligently deciding which fragments it wants to take. If it's forced to take, it's almost like saying, you know, like an arranged marriage between two people that are completely incompatible, it's not going to work. And it can do weird stuff to your cells because your body says, I can't take that. This isn't going to work. It would be almost like arranging a marriage between, uh, a, uh, uh, let's say, a high-level Muslim and a Mafia Don's son. You know, it's like, it's not going to work. I mean, there's going to be war here. And the problem is the war inside the body is autoimmunity, cytokine levels, and tissue breakdown and epigenetic release of genes that should never be turned on or off. And that these are people that are malignantly stupid and don't understand that the cell is a nonlinear stochastic fuzzy logic supercomputer and they don't have a conception of the idea that every cell in your body has more computing capacity than all computers on earth they don't understand well, that do they and we have talked about uh, human cells that would contain more than one virus right. and uh, how those two uh, can exchange cells so this is a way of experimenting with whatever let's say you get a cold and that uh, right. so you have a coronavirus and it's in your cells in your respiratory system and then you've got this <laughs> DNA that also gets into your cell 
and uh, what's the, what is the shell going to do with it? I mean, right. uh, it may have no choice. It may just have to let it get into that uh, coronavirus, and then you've got a... What do you have? You have a super coronavirus. Right. Or well, something you're being else. New, new, new genetic mutations. It's literally forcing... It's not a mutation. It's a, it's a non-intelligent recreation of the cellular biology that can be lethal to the cells or create newer super pathogens. It's craziness. Yeah. It, you know, when you come out of high school and even when you come out of college, you think of things as simple. You know, th- <laughs> process flows are simple. They start at the beginning and they go until the product is produced. But the, the uh, body is not simple. Uh, it's a nonlinear at- system. It's a nonlinear system. And do you think nonlinear mathematics is taught in high school or university? Of course not. I taught myself nonlinear mathematics and was doing nonlinear programming for creating neural networks, and which is one of the reasons why Dr. Tortola at UCLA wanted me to become their doctor to work on converting neural networks into onboard commands for, for uh, magnetronic helmets cooled with liquid nitrogen or magnetronic or inserting different electrodes into different platinum and palladium wire uh, mesh networks into the various parts of the nuclei of the brain, including the amygdala, the visual and optic cortex, and the uh, cingulate gyrus, so that they could have create cyborgs. And I didn't want to do it. I said, go to hell. I'm not going to do that. I want to work on multiple sclerosis. So uh, they wanted to use my skill sets and talents to do something freaking evil, and I wouldn't do it. Well, luckily you had other choices. <clears throat> I had okay, I have to, yes, ethics, that's right. Um, People who have ethics have a hard time in the business world these days. Or the scientific world, because it's pretty damn unethical. I've got to talk to you about now uh, uh, Oxitec. Oxitec. You know the the Florida Oxitec? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Remember that in the Florida Keys, they wanted to uh, release a bunch of mosquitoes that Oxitec had created, they're GMO mosquitoes created by a British biotech company, and uh, what happens is they pass on genetic traits to their offspring that cause them to die in the wild. Well, we know that, as it turns out, after the uh, males and the females mate, the females don't die right away. In fact, the males don't die either, but they don't die soon enough. Uh, for the for the eggs, in other words, they mate and then they uh, they have a blood meal before they produce the eggs. And so, right. if they bite somebody who has a uh, a flavivirus, for instance, Zika, then they will pass that Zika on to other people. Right. And uh, the fact that their eggs die is immaterial because by that time there'll be another mosquito that'll bite somebody who has Zika and yeah, pass it but, on to many other but they, people. But, but they don't die because the ambient concentration in parts per quadrillion necessary to suppress the gene complex that makes it lethal is often virtually, virtually every country in the Western world the gene complex doesn't kill everything. And one in 200 of these mosquitoes hand sorted are female, they're not male. And the other problem that they have is that the virus is what's called a jumping gene or transposon, so it can jump to different parts of the genome. So even though the gene is there, it completely becomes non-lethal, even if there was no tetracycline to suppress the gene complex to make it lethal. So there's a whole bunch of scientific issues that I've dug up research and produced videos and other material on that scientists like Dr. Maywan Ho and others have actually stated as long as 15 years ago that the science behind this was, was uh, flawed and dangerous, and they proceeded anyway, and now they've actually pushed this through. So in Florida, what they're now going to do is embed 
this gene complex, people have to understand that you have two issues here. The one is they're having the oxytec gene actually inserted now in the biosphere in mosquitoes, in vector animals, and in people. We don't know what this gene complex is going to do inside the epigenetics of people. We don't. Okay, we have to admit that. And the second thing that's going to happen is it's the genes aren't going to die, so they're going to create new genetic hybridizations. There's only a 15 base pair change in the ox, in the Zika virus itself from its previous pre-OX513A gene insertion project in Brazil. And that 15 base pair increases the rate of what's called unfolding protein or UPIR response in the, in the endoplasmic reticulum and the uh, what's called a neurocytotropic effect causing the death of brain cells, so you have a decorticate fetus that's only a reptilian brain. So these morons don't understand that when they approve this, they're actually changing the genetics of the entire population of animals and humans and plants that have double-stranded DNA, and it's now a weaponizing platform for any virus that gets into these organisms plus it changes the genetics of the biosphere. So we have a gene plague, and we have a weaponizing platform that they've now made in South Florida. Okay, well, now let me tell you what the status is as of the election on Tuesday. Arctic and the FDA had agreed on Key Haven, which is one of the keys, one of the uh, Florida keys, right. as the best place to to use these Arctic uh, GMO mosquitoes. Right. But Key, ha- Key Haven voted it down. Unfortunately, they uh, the county put it on the... Key Haven is in Monroe County, Florida. They put and, it up probably uh, on a ballot measure, right? It was on the ballot measure, and they approved it countywide. Whoa. Now, oh, yeah. This means that people are going to be expected to uh, roll over and play dead. No, they're, it's, it's, uh, they don't, they're not going to have a choice. Now, as it turns yeah. out... As it turns out, well, they need to file a suit called. They need to file a new type of lawsuit, which I'm recommending, and I'm going to invent the term today. I call it a genetic assault suit because they're assaulting not only the biosphere but people's genetics are going to be changed by the insertion of these genes into the biosphere in their local community. Their genes are going to change. Well, the final decision will be made by the Florida Keys Mosquito Control Board, and um, they. <laughs> They, they elected new members. They have a couple of new members that are in favor of this. And before they wouldn't, they wouldn't, uh, they didn't, and so they wouldn't give approval. Now, if they don't get, if the Florida Keys Mosquito Control Board decides that they can't use Key Haven, then uh, Oxitec has to work with the FDA to find another place in the Florida Keys to use their GMO mosquitoes. And, of course, that costs a little more money. So... You know, there's going to be a lot of pressure brought on the Florida Keys Mosquito Control Board to approve the use of GMO mosquitoes in Key Haven, especially since the county has already approved it. I mean, this is... You remember the book, The Isle of Dr. Moreau? Yeah. What they're doing basically now is a Frankenstein-like experiment to change the genetics of the population because this can get into every animal and other species that contains double-stranded DNA. Plant, animal, vector, insect... Uh, marine life, but anything that contains double-stranded DNA can now be infected. This is totally separate. The other thing is we now are pretty suspicious, and I put this theory forward, that the OX513 gene increased the levels of free radicals in the host organism and is the primary driver of the massive increase in up to 10,000 times faster mutation of RNA viruses versus DNA. And this is fully published, that free radical induction 
in animals that have an RNA virus increases the rate of mutation and and pathogenic evolution of RNA viruses up to 10,000 times faster than DNA viruses. So the filoviruses, which are all RNA, under the stress of an OX513A infected host or vector, increases the rate of pathogenic mutation by 10,000 times. That's not good. Well, I, think, I think they could use the argument of eminent domain. If they're going to uh, test it down there, then they should they should pay the people. The people should be compensated to move away from that area, the ones that don't want to be exposed to GMO mosquitoes. I agree, but the, the problem is how far can they contain this? It's my guess that not only is the climate change causing pathogenic tropical viruses like various versions of resistant malaria in the area, but also going to start spreading these genes that are going to become endemic to the entire planet. That means that people are going to have great deals of difficulty maintaining what I call genetic stability of future generations of humans and the biosphere and even plants, which is part of the reason why they have Sakhalin Island in north of the border of the Arctic Circle up in Norway. Uh, to have a gene repository of all the food plants and seeds on Earth because people like George Soros and Bill Gates and so on own this island and have all the seeds of every living plant on Earth because they know they're screwing up the human genetics and the genetics of the biosphere. This is dangerous stuff. It's uh, you know unexpected consequences by screwing things up and it's going to happen as it is right now. We are the American Freedom Party. This is the most urgent time in the history of Western civilization. In the year 1900, white people of European descent comprised 35% of the world population. Today it is less than 9% and falling fast. Europe is being overrun with Middle Eastern immigrants, and America's founding stock is rapidly being replaced with third world peoples from around the globe. For the last 50 years, every influential institution in this nation, our schools and universities, our media, our churches and our employers, have promoted policies and principles that teach whites to be ashamed of their great heritage and birthright. We, who in the 1950s, the 1960s, and 1970s were the world's dominant force, are now so afraid of being called racist that we were quailing towards irrelevance and extinction. Join the American Freedom Party today. Reach us at theamericanfreedomparty.us or call us at 701-317-5317. Paid for by the American Freedom Party. You, your husband, your wife, your children, we all need food. And with dozens of food storage companies buying up airtime all over radio, it's hard for you to know which company you can actually trust. Hey folks, John Stepmiller here. We at RBN understand, which is why I personally searched out a storable food company and one with similar core values to us here at RBN and of course you, the listener. Well, I found such a company. I'd like to introduce you to Numana Food Storage. Numana Food Storage, highly nutritious, GMO-free, contains no aspartame, no high fructose corn syrup, has no chemical preservatives or soy, and Numana Food Storage has a 25-year shelf life. To back up my claims, we've made Numana Food Storage the exclusive food sponsor of RBN. Call 888-597-0775, 888-597-0775. Order online at NumanaRepublic.com. That's N-U-M-A-N-N-A, Republic.com. Food storage you'll love to eat. 
Do you have difficulty taking supplements? Are you searching for a high-quality, complete nutritional drink that your whole family will love? Nutramedical's Life Support has arrived. All of your daily nutritional requirements in one quick, delicious drink. Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support is a proprietary blend of vegan protein, activated vitamins, essential minerals, amino acids, probiotics, green tea, digestive enzymes, anti-inflammatories, cancer prevention, detoxification, and much more. Your body will high-five you for this one. Life Support is the best complete nutritious meal replacement on the market. Whether you are an elite athlete, have post-operative challenges, chronic illness, elderly, or a family that just wants a quick, delicious drink, try Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support for optimized nutrition in one great-tasting smoothie. Just add cold water, almond milk, fruit, or anything else you like. Nutramedical's Life Support. Try our great-tasting chocolate or vanilla today. Call 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. Nutramedical.com for the whole family. back in so we're going to expand a lot of those other topics in our video tomorrow um this is let me, really important. let's talk about radiation if we could okay yeah let's do that okay okay farley farley alabama they had a, a scram event and they are currently on hot standby right. and they are they are releasing uh the heat through the atmospheric relief valves are you people in farley you need you need to know that you're getting an extra dose of radiation. Yeah, he's not the only thing coming out is what you're saying. That's right? right. And not only that, it's in hot standby, so it's in the same condition that Chernobyl was in before it did a fission. Yeah, that was a graphite reactor, and they just did all the stupid things to cause it to go critical. Indian yeah. Point event and then Dresden, Illinois event and Pilgrim, Massachusetts event. Wow, there's, uh, again, a lot of events happening here. That's uh, four major events here in Rad- Radcon. Well, yeah, Indian Point, New York, they had an explosion within the protected area. What happened was that they had a high-power voltage line, and it uh, arced with their emergency diesel generators and burned out the generator and caused an explosion. Dresden, Illinois, they, uh, you know, they have a containment building around the nuclear power plant, Uh, and then they have secondary containment, which is essentially uh, brick, uh, brick cinder blocks. And uh, that became inoperable. And uh, um, Pilgrim, Massachusetts, uh, we've seen several cases where they have excess migration in the main coolant pump, and they had to uh, uh, slow down the feed. And the feed water is what goes in cool and then comes out hot until the vibration got under control. And I don't know what the problem is with those vibrations, but it's apparently very serious. Well, you know, anything that vibrates is probably going to break eventually. Wait, you know the reason okay. why the vibration usually is means that the intake and outlet valves create a pressure difference that starts there, what's called harmonic resonance in the pump. Okay, we had, um, we had on uh, the gamma radiation, we had right. one alert that was at Salt Lake City, Utah, and five that are at uh, level four, which is uh, they're of concern. And uh, the alert and the 
pounds per minute in gamma energy in the range of 600 to 800 kilo electron volts was 443 counts per minute, and that was also the high. And so that's why there's an alert there. You people in Salt Lake City need to find out why you're getting extra gamma radiation. What's amazing uh, to me is you find this every week, anywhere from 4 to 10 or 12, I think, some one week, of these sites that are blasting out radiation, and the public is completely unaware. They don't have it on the weather news and local news or whatever. If they don't listen to this report and look at your twilight.info, they don't know this, do they? That's right. I mean, I do a lot of work bringing uh, together information so that other people don't have to go to numerous websites to get this, this information. They can get it on one place. Now, when okay, we, we talk have- about, yeah, we're going to we're going to the end of the show now. We're going to talk about uh, preparation on the videos, and you know, if you uh, notice, we'll have this up tomorrow. NATO places 300,000 troops in high alert and readiness for confrontation with Russia Air Force One and Two plus FLOTUS in SAM and E-4 command aircraft, all airborne. I mean, this is the war preparation craziness. Climate, ozone layer over the Atlantic Ocean, northern jet stream smaller than southern, uh, storm off northwest on Sunday, solar, large hadron collider sees multiple dimensions, sunny little ground currents in Norway, um, galactic cosmic rays could be an energy source for life. Lots of interesting information. You don't want to miss it on the videos. We'll have posted up tomorrow. Thank you, Anne. We'll be back in a moment with Power Hour number three. The, the the special show with Michelle called Firing Line, answering your questions on health. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. Truth, 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 truth. 